0: This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share
1: your faith. ptl.org Hey, welcome to I Work For Him.
2: Hey, Jim, today, you know, I really want to encourage our listeners to go to our website, IWorkForHim.com, and check out the resources we have there, past shows, pictures of guests. You know, one of the things that's really fun is that we do take a photo of every show and um, the opportunity to just engage that way, because I think it just makes it that much more real when you see, because... Radio is not visual. We know that. I've but been told that
1: I have a face for radio, which is why it's I know, not visual, baby.
2: But I still take a picture every day, and you're in it, so every I just, day after I, we
1: move off from under the light, because you say it's glaring off my bald head, those kinds of things.
2: It is a rough world that we live in, but together we do this, and I take a photo. We put it out there, and um, I just think that you know, having the Facebook feed, having the different things on the website, just helps people to to see, you know, we are real people, and <laughs> oh, we're real, all
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> getting counseling right after the show today?
2: <laughs> in between, I think, yeah. So
1: okay. Anyway, very, very good. Hey, shout out to all of our stations all over Tampa Bay, from south of Ocala to north of Fort Myers, and all the way to Disney, from Jacksonville and St. Augustine and Folkestone, Georgia, to the Hampton Roads area of Virginia. However, you're hearing the show, maybe you're listening to the podcast a few days later. Just know we've prayed for you that something we say today will be significant and impacting your spiritual life. That you'll learn something today that you never knew before, but that all of this will be encouraging and how helping you to be a more vibrant Christ follower in your workplace. Hey, generosity and giving two words that go hand in hand, but they really need to go hand in heart. As a follower of Jesus, generosity should be flowing out of our hearts and minds and souls out of gratefulness for what our savior's done and what he's continues to do for us. How do we incorporate generosity in our organizational culture? Well, whether you work at a church or on Wall Street, people are involved and they have needs. People all around us are struggling. They may need financial help. Sometimes the power of corporate generosity is that it teaches the employees to be generous and to give as well. Anyway, you look at it, there are only upsides to generosity, only upsides. Today, we are hosted by Helping Hands Charitable. You can check them out online, hhcharitable.org. They're a multifaceted organization, but what they do is help you to be a better giver and more effectively to maximize your giving and minimize your taxation. Here today to highlight their business tree is Dan Baker, and he brought along a few friends so they can share what the Lord is doing in their lives. Dan Baker, thanks for bringing us on location to hey, Sarasota, Florida. Hey, hey, hey,
3: guys, it's so great to be with you again.
1: So, yeah, I mean, last time we had to do this in California, it's way better doing it in Sarasota. It's, it's in the backyard. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> it's A lot, a lot nicer Bunch to of do Floridians it. Bunch of
2: Floridians meeting in California. Uh, uh, although I got to got
1: talk to you about this one thing we encountered as we walked into our location. And we want to do a shout out to Ecom, who's hosting us today in their conference room. Thank you so much to John from Ecom. That was awesome. But the love bugs are out of control uh, here. They're horrible. Can we do something <laughs> they're, about that? Literally, they're horrible. It, it
3: sounded like snow on the windshield. Thank God their life expectancy is very short. Well, they eat each other. Of course, <laughs> and, and what are you going to do? Yeah,
2: but then, do we end up with one really large love bug? <laughs> <laughs> just oh.
1: keep eating and eating and eating each other. That's right. Oh, my There gosh. has to be billions and There billions. are billions of them. Billions and billions. It's definite, Carl Sagan once It's
3: definitely said. like raindrops on the wind and children mm. you're driving it's, it's crazy so Rain
2: drops speaking keep of facebook on. though jim you can facebook. mark yourself safe from the love bugs but i'm not sure we are safe <laughs> <so>. <laughs> we are not safe <laughs> save us
1: all right dan baker uh, hey. help me out here helping hands charitable what's yes. it all about and how can an organization benefit from
3: coming alongside you guys so hey i, I appreciate you asking uh, as we discussed before and we'll kind of go back to it is uh you know Companies uh, are like communities in their own right, right? And um, what we're finding is that CEOs are really catching on to that. And to create cultures of generosity within the workplace is a a – Positive thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. It creates a healthier and happier family, if you will, but it also uh, helps to bridge the gap when parts of those teams are hurting uh, financially, et cetera. Uh, one of the things that we discovered 12 years ago when we started our corporate benevolence programs, um, we call them corporate assistance programs, but uh, was that uh, people were hurting. They were going to their close peers, like maybe on the production line, Sure. but they weren't going to the rest of the body. So, what it was doing is it was affecting negatively the uh, productivity of that component of the factory or the workplace, right? Um, so, the CEOs are kind of Getting in tune with this, and they're dipping into their own pockets to help those employees in times of need. Well, that's accidental generosity, right? It's, it's it's not really on purpose. So what we've done is we've gone and created ways to intentionalize that and create a system by which generosity is done in the workplace. And we create a, a project that they can name anything that they want to name. And when an employee has a challenge financially, they can actually apply for a grant to get them through that tough time to bridge that gap. Um, hmm. It's all CEO led. Or, or owner-led, um, the companies contribute and the employees contribute. So it creates that generosity that you were talking so it's about. It's like a family, you're, you're it together absolutely, a family. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but it's intentional and they know that the system's in place so it doesn't affect the productivity piece. So the it's really a help Give an example
1: team. of what, what you guys have, I mean, so you guys help these companies orchestrate this stuff, to organize it, to put it into action. What are some of the needs that the companies find that they often are helping employees meet?
3: Yeah. So, one of the ones that really stands out is memorials. Uh, a, a, an employee's mother died, right? Well, your, your average funeral cost exceeds $5,000. <laughs> with the savings rate being what it is in America today, how are they going to go and, and pay for a funeral? So, a lot of times they're coming in and getting payday advances or they're looking for methods within the company to do it. Well, they can actually apply for a grant through the program for a memorial. So that's one scenario. The other scenario is where maybe a spouse has lost their job or had a financial hardship and they can't make a a house payment or a car payment, they can make an application to make those payments. We will not pay credit card debt, those kind of debts, Mm -hmm. um, but we're more than happy to help with bills. Wow,
1: that's very cool. And people can find you online, hhcharitable.org or is dotorg .org. That's a, We're H-h- one of those words. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so let me just ask a question yeah. for our listeners that are thinking, oh, that sounds kind of interesting. So this is something that they could then maybe go to their HR department and say, hey, this is something that I think we should set up. Or how did how did they get that so, going? So the
3: first, the first instinct is to go to HR. Mm-hmm. And an HR person is a great person maybe to start the conversation okay. and assign somebody to it Mm -hmm. but what we have found is that through our discovery process of doing these sometimes we're privy to information that the hr department doesn't need because the hr department is uh they're liable basically they're Uh they're accountable to share and disseminate certain types Mm -hmm. of information that might affect insurance coverages etc as a whole so what we tend to do is partner with people like chaplains or outreach coordinators within the companies, okay. those types of things. Where they become a, a service provider for the family okay. outside of HR. A lot of times it has HR's blessing in the sense sure. they know it's there. Sure. Uh, but there's no direct
2: kind oversight. of division of duties so that yeah, so so, they don't well, need to know things that might yeah. 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 Get yeah. That.
3: The whole need to know thing. All right. Now,
1: we're in Sarasota, Florida. Like I said, courtesy of Helping Hands Charitable. And we're at the conference room at ecom. You can check them out online, ecom.com, I believe it is, ecom.com, which is kind of funny. But, you know, maybe you've got something that they can help you with. They do pro- uh, 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 customized programming and all kinds of other great stuff. Also, some server uh, farm kind of stuff. Dan, you brought a couple of guests with you to share I on did. the show today. Why don't you introduce them and then we'll start h- hacking away sure. at
3: them? <laughs> 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 Ladies, First, <laughs> we have Kelly Matson with CareNet, yes. Minnesota, and that's a crisis pregnancy center here in the Manatee and Sarasota area, and they do just great, great work. They've been around for a really long time. Uh, I have had the privilege of knowing Kelly for over a decade uh, in various roles that she and I have shared over time, and she just is is a, a devoted Christ follower, leader, uh, just. A walks out Christ's love in her daily actions. And I, I just thought it would be awesome to get her on here and to, to share her with you guys and okay. the community. Steve Sullivan, uh, he is with Prosper Labs, which is a really cool organization that we've just come along with and kind of aligned with as a as a strategic alliance uh, with a lot of the work that we're doing with employers. Their program is really designed around uh, creating uh, stewardship and financial resource training within the corporate uh uh, structure hopefully steve um, you'll help us understand what he just yeah. said i'm really sure right. what he just said all right well kelly
1: kelly mattson we got a little bit of time for you before we go to the break so kelly Matson, executive director for carenet Minnesota, tell tell us how did you become a jesus follower
4: oh gosh well um i did grow, grow up catholic so from birth until as far as i can remember i've always I've, I've been in the church, I've gone through all of the rules and rituals of the Catholic orga- uh, organization, but really it wasn't until uh, about 16 years ago that my husband and I and our daughter came down to Florida, um, out of the cold, out of New England, and um, we actually connected with a different style church. We got into a very... Uh, awesome Bible-based church is non-denominational, and um, plug it. Go ahead. Okay, it's Bayside Community Church, and it it, it was there that we, that we actually developed our relationship with Jesus in the Catholic in, in our Catholic church. I can't say for all of them. Um, our our relationship was with God and also with Mary. But when once I got into once we got into the non-denominational world. Uh, that's where our faith really took off. And Lots more ours. from
1: Sarasota, courtesy of Helping Hands Charitable. Check them out online, at hhcharitable.org. Dan Baker, really quick, why should somebody that's listening to the show today be connected with
3: hhcharitable.org? Hey, listen, there's a, there's a thing that we say is if, uh, if you have an idea about giving generously uh, as a charitable gift, um, we'll be more than happy to look at it, and if it can't be done by us, it can't be done at all. We're <laughs> out-of-the-box thinkers, mm-hmm. and we're looking at all sorts of angles to make uh, gifts charitably deductible.
1: What is the weirdest thing you guys have helped turn into cash so it could be a gift? The weirdest thing you've helped
3: get, you know, convert? So second gleanings of fruit in California. Uh, there's a company out there that does these hybrid plums. I think they're called dinosaur eggs or something like okay. that. You'll see them at the grocery store. They're kind of a hybrid this is between be a, a long plum. story. And, <laughs> and so basically they, they take their first gleanings and they just take them to market. and then the second gleanings they have Ywam students come in and pick it all and then all they all the proceeds direct through us and back out to charity. That's wow.
1: Fantastic All right back to Kelly Matson From Carenet, Minnesota All right So a, a crisis pregnancy center And I'm sorry I had to cut you off But you just kept talking and I We know. had to go to break I've got a
2: lot to say All right so <laughs> You know Jesus so, changed your life <laughs> Right I know Relationships. It's just Relationships
1: not, not
4: important things at all Oh no, no
1: I did not <laughs> say Just kidding
4: listeners <laughs>
1: Right right Okay oh, Wow <laughs> Okay Kelly it, At what point in time Did you realize Well it, 16 years ago You were already an adult So you realized that that Jesus cared about all of your life, at what point in time did you say, wow, my faith and my work are intricately connected?
4: Right. I think um, as we started getting involved in, in the non-denominational uh, part of the world, um, I was working in the medical field. <clears throat> and I realized at that time um, that... Uh, my views on how to approach different situations were looking differently, and and how to better um, understand and uh, sympathize with the patients that I was taking care of, and and all of that. So it was it was part it was the church getting to know the people in the church and getting involved in the church, and then turning around and and really uh, establishing that in, in the positions that I was carrying. At
1: so time. you uh, so were you in nursing?
4: Um, I actually was on the administrative side, but I worked very heavily with the patients. Well, I
1: mean, anytime you work with patients, I mean, you really you're it's a pastoral kind of role. I mean, yes. you're really yes. you're really shepherding them. It's that's, mm-hmm. that's cool. All right, so Steve Sullivan, over to you. How did you know with Prosper Labs? You could check Steve Sullivan out online. ProsperLabs.org,
0: ProsperLabs.org. Steve Sullen, how did you become a Jesus follower? Well, a very similar background. I grew up Catholic, uh, and it was one of those things where we would go to, (laughs) we would go to uh, just church, and it didn't. I just went through the motions, and we went to a a non-denominational church in Chicago, and it was amazing for us Um, when we first had our son. When we had my first son, it was one of those moments where it just felt like God showed me how much he loved me as I'm holding this little one thinking, oh my goodness, how can someone Mm -hmm. love another human being that much? But then I I felt that, oh my goodness, that's how much God loves me. And it was one of those things where it just became this just beautiful relationship there. And I just grew, grew further in my faith. And in that prayer life, it just seemed like everything opened up. And then when we moved down here to Florida, we've been uh, down. Why would about, you ever leave Chicago and oh go to Florida? <laughs> the <laughs> taxes, the weather. I right. have no idea why. But Politics. They, exactly. <laughs> they call it the Windy
1: City for a reason, you know. No. Oh, man. You know, it's not because of Lake Michigan and the wind. <laughs> no, it's the, it's the Because of the politicians. Yeah, the blowhards. <laughs> That's it. That's right. yeah. Did you, and, and Kelly and Dan are going,
0: really? No, that is where that came from. I mean, this some is great not nuggets. a
1: political show. No, so. that, wasn't
0: poli- that I know. was, just, that was just the reason they called it the Windy City. I mean, this is great Nuggets. we got the second gleaning of plums and we've got uh, <laughs> I know, the, windy the windy city, city. Wow. Right. <laughs> and so when we came down here we uh, joined a church called cornerstone it's a presbyterian church it was very similar to the non-denominational the non-denominational church we had up in chicago and it just it's it was amazing how our our faith grew exponentially here um it's just this area uh, in uh, in the north they'll ask so what do you do for work In the South, where do you go to church? Mm-hmm. And it just seems it's that conversation. It's such an intricate mm-hmm. part of the community down here. So it's been amazing. And what's interesting, Dan Baker, about this area, is,
1: and you're just south of Tampa Bay. Yeah. I mean, you're literally from here, you're 40 minutes to downtown Tampa. Well, okay, maybe 45 at a high speed. Well, it depends on if
2: you have to go past the mall But when, you, when mall you drive like me.
1: Whatever. <laughs> I drive like you. Yes, I do. I drive like you. So, but, but you when you're having a conversation in Tampa, that is, it doesn't go the way Steve just described it. They're not asking where you're going to church. They're asking, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. So you just think crossing on the other side of the bay, but Sarasota is known in the greater Tampa Bay area as an area where there's an amazing amount of collaboration going on amongst Yes. Christ-centered organizations.
3: Absolutely. Why? It's just a culture that's occurred here. I think it's over time. I don't think it's something that's just happened. It's it's just become a norm. Uh, and I see it every day. Um, I mean, we're just getting a sampling of it today. But the majority of my time is spent with individuals over coffee talking about how can we do ministry together, which is so unusual for me having come from a church employee background mm-hmm. that, you know, they're not really looking to work with other churches as much. Um, uh, and and it's really a welcoming thing to uh, work with strategic thinkers who are looking to make an impact in the community. It's yeah,
1: very very cool. All right, so let's talk about strategic impact in the community. All right, so we're here's, we're going to go with Kelly Matson. So as we talk with you, Kelly Matson from CareNetMinnesota dot is it dot org. I got to get this down. All right, what is that all about? What are you doing?
4: Yeah, so Care Karenet has been in the uh, community for 22 years. And what we do is we help women and men who find themselves normally in an unexpected pregnancy situation. Um, crisis, we actually dropped out of the name. We don't call it crisis. We call it unplanned because it wasn't a crisis to God. He knew that this was going to happen, and we just didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so our job is to come alongside both mom and dad. our prayer is that they will parent but we also go through all pregnancy options that they do have Um, and then we also provide free medical services as well so that free pregnancy tests that free ultrasound uh, upon qualification and then that's just part of what we do and then the other half of what we do is the educational piece so our goal is for these women and these men to parent or choose the option of adoption but we also need to educate them on how to be great parents and that's um, a a really big piece of what we do so we do uh, uh, the pregnancy classes we do the parenting classes and we can stay with these parents all the way up to age twelve of their ch- of their child if they do if they decide to do that.
1: How is the <laughs> battle here locally against the forces that don't like what you do? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are there are people that think what you do is evil, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that that you are attacking a woman's right to choose. That is not at all the case. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you deal with that adversity in the, sure. in the community?
4: Yeah. You know what? When I came on board, I have a short story. When I came on board three years ago with CareNet, I I think it was a weekend, I met with a charitable group that wanted to um, have me write for a grant for them and, and so forth. And uh, this little lady leans over and says, I want you to know something and points at me and says, yeah. I am pro-choice. And I said, Okay. She goes, but I love what you do for the community. And right then and there, my whole per, my whole uh, demeanor changed. What I what, how I presented CareNet to the community changed. Really, it's about educate education. It's about educating mm, the community sure. on what it is we do in the building. We don't talk politics to our clients. I you know that that somebody else deals with that. We talk about how we help the client, because they're coming to us for help. Well, how do we do that? So I explain that to people. I educate them in what we do. <clears throat> right. I don't take away their legal rights. I can't do that. That's, that's illegal for me to take away their legal rights. But they also have a right, when these people come to us, they have a right to understand those pregnancy options, and they still have a right to choose which way they want to
1: the go. The reality of those pregnancy options. And, I mean, right. I was, And, and right. they're not necessarily going to get that at other places. Correct. All right, Steve Sullivan with Prosper Labs. Before we go to the break, I want people to, you know, you got
0: a couple minutes. Tell us what Prosper Labs is all about. We are bringing financial education to the masses. We just see that this is one of the biggest challenges hitting generations after generation after generation. We've historically, we've been telling these graduates with graduation right around the corner, congratulations, you're going to graduate high school. We've equipped you to fly to the moon. We've given you a bike. And, <laughs> and we wonder why they struggle because we haven't been taught the basic principles, and so it's it's affecting so many decisions inside their marriages, inside um, the career choices. And so when people are struggling financially, what does that do to their psyche? Mm-hmm. What does it do to? It, it causes different decisions that they, if they knew better, what could they do? What how would that impact their life? And so that's worrying with an online financial education platform to meet them where they are and equip them to make good decisions. Okay, but Dave Ramsey is famous in this country with yes. that kind of education. Mm-hmm. What are you doing different than Dave Ramsey? Well, the beauty is that Dave Ramsey has done a great job of bringing awareness to the to this situation through churches. And this is our ministry. This is our kingdom work. We're coming in there, bringing this online platform, and it's translated into over 100 languages to meet people where they are. So they can, everybody has their cell phones, they can do it from their mobile phone, they can do it from the online, uh, their laptop. But do it in a way that isn't cost prohibitive. So we've got different topics over 45 modules of content worth of budgeting, understanding credit, understanding different um, debt, and how to make investments and put together a team to come around them. But do it in a way that's not cost preventative. Our platform is $20. Buy one, give one free. And so you're not just doing it within
1: churches. You're doing it out there in the community, and that's what we're going to hear about when we come yes. back. Super excited about that because it's something that needs to be taken to a whole other level, a whole other level. and you're doing it in 100 languages. That's fantastic. That's do you do it in yeah. Minnesotan? <laughs> that's coming check, hey. it out. Hey. You know. Know. check out Steve uh, you know. Sullivan online check out Steve Sullivan online prosperlabs.org and make sure you check out carenetmanisota.com Dan Baker you brought us hey. on location today talk to us about helping hands charitable you've got the ability to do so many different things what's one thing you want to tell
3: your audience that helping hands charitable can help them with hey listen if you ever hear of a need an individual need a person who has a need we're one of the very few charities like out there. Uh, so medical issue, can't pay their mortgage, can't pay their car payment, a true financial hardship need. Uh, we're one of the few charities out there that can do that in a tax-deductible environment that's tax-free to the recipient. So that sounds very interesting. How does that work? So uh, basically, we—we we <clears throat> it would be sponsored by the donor or the person that has the relationship, and they would tell us about the need. We would build the project internally at, at, their, at our operations center in Georgia. Mm-hmm. They would verify and do all the due diligence with the actual recipient. Once that's established to tick all the boxes for the IRS, then they'll come back and we'll say, we're ready to fund this now. Would you like to contribute? And then uh, we'll give you the ability to contribute as well as we'll put that up on all of our social media sites with the Bitly link where they can donate directly to that. Um, so uh, it's, uh, we, we issue about 800 checks a month to people. In the-
1: and it's that creativity that makes Helping Hands Charitable a phenomenal organization. Make sure you check it out online, hhcharitable.org.
2: So, Dan, one of the things that you yeah. you had something locally that you guys have kind of taken on as an initiative. Why don't you tell our listeners about that?
3: Yeah, so we're really excited. Uh, one of the things that we found that we needed in this area was an, an organization or a platform to tell the story of the smaller faith-based initiatives in the area that don't have the legs under them to tell their voice or voice their story. Uh, They don't have the resources financially, they don't have the influence. Um, So what we have created is the Sarasota Christian Community Foundation. That's gonna be launching officially to the public in August at the Global Leadership Summit, Mm -hmm. but it is operational. And we're really here to just tell the stories of those who don't have a voice. Uh, These small little 501c3 wannabes that are doing great work out of their garage Mm -hmm. or out of their office right drawer. I think about National Christian Foundation, the behemoth that it is today was started out of the right desk drawer of its founder when he was an attorney in practice. So you think about all the good that comes out of a, A small little star. What if your left hand? It could be in the left hand. It could have been his left drawer. It could could have even been the middle one, but it's smaller. (laughs) But that's really what we're trying to do with that. We're coming alongside other charities to tell their stories uh, and working alongside existing foundations as well as offering uh, foundation resources to those
1: well and that's really what we do every day on the air and i work for him just to highlight make those make those ministries that are making a kingdom impact make them more famous Absolutely. speaking of more famous why don't you introduce our guest for the day
3: hey we got kelly Matson with CareNet Minnesota, and we got steve sullivan with prosper labs great to be here okay steve sullivan you talked about prosper labs right before the
1: break let's talk, let's go back into it again you are trying to really help people not be financially illiterate yes what does that mean? Those are big words. Financially liter- illiterate. That's like nine <laughs> syllables, which is technically illegal on this show, because we, we, anything that's more than
0: three syllables, we, we like, throw it out the door. You, just, you teach people about money, and not just money. It's not just money. And that's the thing. That's yeah. the beauty of this. We want to help people <clears throat> prosper all the way through. So it's understanding their financial psychology. What does money mean to them? Having that conversation with your spouse, with your kids, and then putting together the strategies with the tools and resources like budgeting, understanding even what your credit looks like, how to create it, how your credit score is even created. But then again, building a team around you to equip people. Because for so many for so many individuals, we know that 78% of the U.S. employees uh, workforce, they're paycheck to paycheck. Mm. So if they fall behind, and that's why the great work that, that Dan's doing with uh, with Helping Hands Charitable, it's so necessary. And so what we want to do is come alongside the employers to give them access to this for their employees, and they can offer it to their employees. And then what we do with our program, we're a social enterprise company. So we come alongside and say, okay, let's say a, a business has 100 employees. Then we match that through our nonprofit partner Prosper America, and give that away to a church to a nonprofit organization for free, mm. and so then we take all of our profits from that and donate that to a church to a, non- a nonprofit organization. So we're not competing with the Dave Ramsey's of the world. We want to come alongside and help because a church could get access to those donations. They could they could uh, use that to buy more of the Dave Ramsey materials. So that's why we want to come along. And help that's why this is very kingdom work for us so we're excited so
2: I always try to wrap my head around you know what does that look like for me Mm -hmm. so it's not so much the individual saying you know what I need to learn more about money it's the employer helping to better educate their own Mm -hmm. employees is that correct exactly so it's like a, a benefit, a HR benefit to say, I'm going to help you with this mm-hmm. resource and yeah. we're going to get better.
0: It's it's a necessary evil because it hasn't been taught for generation after mm-hmm. generation. And so what it helps equip the business owner to develop, to pour into, to love on their employees. And the neat thing is we're seeing some of the, just the culture changes because as we're talking with the employees and helping them get access to this and, and learn they're talking about it with themselves. And all of a sudden, there's some different transparent conversations. Authenticity increases, even from the leadership of a company. Mm-hmm. That's been really exciting because now, the business owner, and we encourage them, love on your employees, be real. And so some of the employees, there was one just yesterday, he was sharing some experiences with their employees. You could see the culture change right there. It was amazing. And it's almost like they're saying, you know what, you think you've got problems? We do too. We haven't seen the half of it. Mm-hmm. We've got we've made mistakes, and a lot of the executives they're learning from this material. They're sharing ideas to help empower their mm-hmm. employees. What this Great.
1: isn't just for the office. I mean, you're saying that you're trying to get this in the community. I mean, so there's. I mean, it's not typically people that have nine to five jobs, or well, like nobody has a nine to five job anymore. But people <laughs> that, that say, actually have that? a job. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what bankers have. Bankers have nine to three jobs, right? Isn't that what I learned? That's right. Yeah. But. It, it, there are tons of people in the community that are working uh, blue-collar, tough jobs, outside jobs in Florida, really tough jobs. I mean, they're not working in an office where they're going to get exposed to this. I mean, how are you getting this out to the local community, to the people that really need to know how to how to handle money and possessions
0: so they can break out of poverty because poverty is such a stranglehold on people. So many different people. And that's why stuff like this when with Dan inviting us to be here to share this message. Mm-hmm. As we're growing, we're doing workshops with different, uh, different organizations. We're coming in and, and it's a grassroots movement where we're online. Anybody can get access to this, but we are going, we're bringing this fight to the communities. So this way we can talk with different businesses and nonprofits to work collaboratively to build this bridge so that's how we go one community one street at a time one community at a time one state at a time and eventually the the nation and the globe and we got to make it more clear
1: because i'm still a little bit lost so if i'm feeling a little lost we got to make sure it's more clear so you you got this this software this package yeah. whether it's online on a phone you said uh, they can get it it's not paper
0: mm-hmm.
1: You're teaching them how to do what? Give me some specific things you're teaching them how to do. Budgeting.
0: We we're teaching them how to budget. All right, just give me give me a bullet. Budgeting, points. understanding how to put together a credit plan, how to put together a team. So dealing with their credit score kind of thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. How to why understanding taxes, understanding inflation. Okay. Right. Understanding what the the insurance benefits that they're being received that they receive from their employers, understanding the um, investments, how why to invest, why do people invest, and then some of the different uh, the the foundational things that most people don't know and so what this does it's zero pitch and it gives everybody it meets them where they are all of the building blocks the foundation again over 45 modules but they can do it that at sounds their overwhelming own pace. 45 modules sounds and overwhelming it could be but the beauty of it is it's self-directed at their pace and it's video-based. I it's, was
2: just going to ask that. So they're not sitting there and reading a bunch no, of PDF files, No, right? this, is, this right. is
0: interactive. And so okay. it's, it's based on them. And so if they're looking at videos and they're learning through these modules, and it's almost like reading a, a chicken soup for the soul. You go in and you read a cool vignette of, of a story, mm-hmm. and then maybe you put it down. Same thing here. You're learning about understanding credit. You're learning to understand basic things. Let me give you an example. This would be helpful. We had, um, this is one of Dan's favorite uh, stories I'll share. We had one business, they offered this to their employee and their employee, this, this individual was struggling financially. Uh, their marriage was in distress. Sometimes he was going dark. He was getting paycheck advances. He was going to AMSCOT to get other, you know, check cashing. By going through this curriculum and really just learning it step-by-step, step, he was able to no longer get the payroll advances, no longer go to AMSCOT, not without getting a raise, he was able to put together a $400 a month uh, surplus in his budget. Wow. And so what? It, what that did is that changed him. It changed his marriage. So now all of a sudden, he was much more engaged. He was much more excited about work. His marriage improved. He joined the gym with a little bit of that uh, the savings, and his marriage improved. Everything started improving. He, he, he had a different um, energy level toward work, mm-hmm. very much a leadership role in encouraging people. Oh, you should do this in, in Prosper Labs. You should do this. You could learn how to this. do this. We just are equipping people, That's we're good. meeting them where they are mm-hmm. and empowering them. ProsperLabs.org. When they go out to that website, what are they going to find? they are gonna find um, some different material that they can go in and they can click on a demo. There's a tour that they can see and see the different demos. So it's a free tour. There's a free tour, take a look. And the neat thing is, you can get a lot of information there on how it can impact yourself and employees. So
1: if somebody's listening today and they want to engage Prosper Labs within their organization, or they're part of a community ministry of some sort, or some kind of community organization, Y- you can help them get this information to the people that they're touching. Yes, all over the country, all
0: anywhere in the country, anywhere in the country. But it's in 100 languages, so it could be anywhere in the world. Yeah, well, yes, but it's based on the U.S. Uh, U.S. dollar and U.S. taxes and okay. U.S. education right. model. Right. So yeah, that's, fine. that's but,
2: but what you're saying about the languages, though, is that we have a lot of people here in our country uh-huh. that don't understand yes. these very elements, and they don't understand the language in which it's there
0: yes and historically wow, that's, that's been a a, a group of population if they traditionally are non-english speaking that get left behind right and so mm-hmm. it causes further distress mm-hmm. in in different the, generations Yeah, there's plenty of English speaking people that get left behind as well yes so mean,
1: we're, we're yes. seeing it in a lot of culture Indeed. Dan Baker I could see why you want people to know about Prosper Labs yeah because it really fits right in with you what
3: you guys do each and every day absolutely just to helping those communities of employers helping those communities of five hundred and one C 3s nonprofits charities etc uh, helping people ultimately is what it's about right we're just doing it through a different a different means
1: yeah and and by with your connections being able to say hey prosper labs is a tool for you it, they're a
3: tool in the tool belt of almost any organization absolutely absolutely and the thing that i love the most is that give back that they have Mm -hmm. because I'll tell you somebody who's ministry minded like me and I run it across people all the time and I have a conversation and they may tell me about this small group that has two members that has a financial issue. I can direct them to Steve and Steve will grant them a free issue because Mm -hmm. they have this pool of granted material Um, that's provided because of the social enterprise. Structure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's beautiful. Love it's it. a beautiful model.
1: Check them out online, hhcharitable.org. Dan Baker, you've made it fun for us to be on location uh, today. What, what's, what, you know, talk to people about how you help organizations be more generous.
3: Yeah. So uh, generosity starts at home. <laughs> and uh, if we can create the culture within a workplace, That'll transcend back to the communities in which the employees live. So we're doing corporate assistance programs, benevolence programs within the employer workplace, which then helps people understand and comprehend generosity. Uh, and then they take it home and, and help their local community right around where they live. Uh, so it's definitely a, a culminating effect.
1: Now, speaking of local charities that you love, you brought in a couple of them here today. Prosper yeah. Labs with Steve Sullivan. We just heard from him in the last segment. You brought in Kelly Matson with Carenet Minnesota, yep. which is really hard for me to say instead of Minnesota Carenet Minnesota, <laughs> but that'd be Manatee in Sarasota County, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. What did you want the audience to hear from Kelly Matson today?
3: Listen, I, I in Sarasota specifically, in this particular area, Sarasota Bradenton, uh, this abortion clinic that is based in Sarasota is known as having more procedures done in the state of Florida than procedures.
1: Let's call them what they are.
3: Yep, they're killing more <laughs> children. They're killing little babies. Yes, they are, and. Uh, uh, the work that organizations like CareNet do is so important because it's educational. They're not there preaching and cramming things down people's throats. Mm-hmm. They're educating them on options. And that's the one thing that these abortion clinics aren't doing. They're just doing what, they're, what they get grant money to do. Uh, CareNet is educating both the female and the male component of the relationship so that they can then transcend and into parenthood if that's a decision that they make together. And, and I've met with several of their coaches that work on team i've, I've met with many of the advocates from the, the facility there it's amazing work that they do kelly Matson, you are fighting a battle that's been going on for decades mm-hmm. now
1: uh <clears throat> for the hearts and minds and souls of women mm-hmm. they've been told that they only have one choice when they get on a pregnant unplanned mm-hmm. yet the movie that was just released a little over six weeks ago yes. unplanned which is the story of abby johnson What a phenomenal tool that is finally in your tool belt. Yes. Uh, You got a chance to see the movie, of course. Mm -hmm. And it it will become a, it'll be a resource for you guys for for years, I'm sure. What was the biggest takeaway from that movie Mm -hmm. as it relates to the ministry of Karen Minnesota?
4: I think for um, when I, when I spoke with a lot of people after the movie that, um, uh, what that, that are not familiar with the abortion industry and what they do, um, watching all that was such a, not only a heart-wrenching thing, but for them it was an educational piece as well. Um, It really got the message out there of what needs to be done during an abortion, and a lot of people did not understand that. So it was a very hard thing for a lot of people to see. Um, and, uh, I, I think that that in itself is a great tool. It was, pl- it was blunt. Yes. Yeah, so very, very much. <laughs> it, so. You know, it,
1: it, it, for the content, the emotional content, it, it was rated R. I mm-hmm. mean, um, it was one yes. of those ones you wouldn't want to let your teenage kids go without mom and dad being around right. because that mm-hmm. was a tough one. But, but what you bring is hope at CareNet mm-hmm. at You're, you're helping women, men and women who are moms and dads. Right. Um, you're helping them see the reality of their situation instead of what the world tells them, this is their only choice.
4: Right, correct, correct. So we are educating them on all three pregnancy options. Um, We're we're talking about parenting. We're talking about the option of adoption. So we are connected to to two adoption agencies within our community. We've been with them for 22 years. They're, they've already been vetted. We, we have very mm-hmm. close relationships with them. Uh, the third one is an abortion. It is a choice. However, we don't perform, we don't refer, we can't. T- we don't tell them where they can go. But if they're coming to us and they're asking us those questions about abortion, we give them medically accurate information about it. We let them uh, understand how far they can go in the state of Florida uh, in their pregnancy. Um, and we cover uh, everything from, um, what what they're going to experience afterwards and that's what they don't understand there's consequences yeah. to all of that however we give hope in uh, when they when they do parent and also when they choose the option of adoption because we're getting them connected into the community the community that's just so um, we, we have such a rich community with so many resources mm-hmm. to them that they don't they don't even realize that, that, that they're um, that they have opportunities to become partners with them. So there's just so much information and so much education. And that's the important thing is to educate them.
2: So one of the things I've heard you emphasize is the fact that you um, also are addressing the male in yes. the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk about that, because that really sets you apart, I think, in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Um, where did you see that as being so important and how has that affected the the couples and the, sure.
4: and the parenting decisions? So the child has a mom. And a dad, so we see it at mm-hmm. the center that both mom and dad need, need to um, see that hope, see their value in this this uh, this family. Um, and if and if uh, if their goal and our goal is for them to parent, then we really need to treat the entire family. We call that pro abundant life. Mm-hmm. So we're treating, we're saving the child, we're save, we're um, helping mom, we're helping dad, but we're saving the whole family as well, and we're doing that through Christ centered support. Mm-hmm
1: carenetmanasota.com carenetmanasota manatee county sarasota county manasota.com <laughs> kelly matson people are like okay but this pregnancy center there's not enough of them there's not enough i mean how many pregnancy centers do you have um, in Manatee and Sarasota
4: County. Sure, that's a great question. Uh, we are uh, w- actually in Manatee County. There's two of us. There's two CareNet affiliates. We are actually an, uh, an affiliate out of a larger uh, 501c3 out of Lansdowne, Virginia. And in the uh, United States, there's 1,100 CareNet affiliates. Mm-hmm. We have two in Manatee County, and then uh, a little bit further here in Sarasota, we also have uh, a, a CareNet uh, affiliate. And then down in Venice, there's three down that way as well actually i'm sorry let me back up there is actually two in sarasota county Mm. so there's quite a few of us here right up right uh, up the up and down the golf course
1: is it enough
4: no (laughs) no (laughs) no Uh, we we don't think so but no no and we work alongside all of these pregnancy centers um it's not a competition if we can't get a client into our center then we're going to call one of the other centers and make sure that they are are, are taken care of
3: yeah
1: Dan, you, you, you look like you've got a question you wanted to ask Kelly. I want to give you a chance. Did you, I? You sounded
3: like you did. <laughs> did I really? Wow. <laughs> what, what's what's your biggest need right now? What do you, you know? Like mm-hmm. when you look at you guys have been established for a good number of years now. Mm-hmm. I've been to many of your events mm-hmm. and so forth, and I, I know that people really respond well. But what's your biggest need right now?
4: Mm, well, our biggest need. You know what? It's uh. Well, if I can be blunt, it's money. I mean, for all the well,
3: Me too. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs>
4: no. um, our biggest need is for uh, more support from the community. Honestly, it's uh, volunteers. Volunteers, yes, volunteers within the center itself. Mm. Uh, we have goals and aspirations for our little little tiny yellow building. We want to grow beyond that, but in mm. order to do so, we need those people to come alongside us, mm. um, grab onto that vision, and help us get to that next level. So it's yeah. it's, uh, it's it's more community involvement in what we do. I know
3: that Kelly and I have met a couple times and talked about uh, her vision uh, and the and the board's vision and one of the things that I think that is really cool about their plan is uh, is a post-birth care so after the person has had mm-hmm. you know their baby having having some medical facility on, on site mm-hmm. where they can become the care provider for that that mother I think that's just another binding relationship touch yeah that helps them right. in that journey that mm-hmm. they're going on with that family
1: Kelly Matson with Carenet Minnesota. Thank you for being on our work for him today. Really Thank appreciate you. it. Great for sharing the story. Make sure you check out them online, carenetmanasota.com, carenetmanasota.com. Steve Sullivan, also with Prosper Labs, been in here today. Really appreciate what you've shared. You. And, I, and you can check out Prosper Labs. Get them involved in helping your community, prosperlabs.org. Dan Baker, I want to finish up the show talking about helping hands charitable yeah. because you guys make it easy for people to be generous. Yeah, you guys are, totally. are, are super creative in ways that you can touch the community i mean i have heard stories from around the country of behind the scenes stuff that you guys do to help um, make money you know out of things that are hard assets yeah Uh, and and, but and you also help facilitate this way i like to say it maximize giving while minimizing taxation not avoiding taxes not doing something illegal but to minimize the wasted money because there's a lot of wasted money when people
3: lots of wasted money and uh and uh you know what the way we look at it is would you rather give that to a government that that oftentimes misuses the funds or would you rather give what they're owed but then also give to charity so Mm -hmm. that good can be done with that money uh, and we help work with uh, trusted advisors, CPAs, and uh, attorneys and so forth to help people with those plans. Uh, but yeah, to your point, non-cash assets, uh, trees, cars, boats, houses, real estate, we love it all and we can turn it into a charitable deduction so that the money can be given away to charity. Business interests, that's one that we love doing. Um, so you think about a family-owned business that's been around for two generations. It has a high uh, you know, capital gains consequence because it has a low-cost basis we can help work with their trusted advisors to create a strategy to uh, mitigate those taxes.
1: hhcharitable.org, hhcharitable.org. Talk really quick, 30 seconds or less
3: about the CAP program. CAP program. So uh, creating culture of generosity within a workplace. We set it up for free. We manage it for free. The only time there's ever any cost to the company is when the money transfers hands to the recipient. We do we do uh, have a small ministry grant that goes back to our charitable causes which is helping widows orphans and the needy uh, but we're happy to talk to any employer about it uh, reach out to me uh d baker at hhcharitable.org and i'd be happy to send you some video links where they tell the story in a nice little entertaining fashion
1: thank you dan baker with helping hands charitable for for sponsoring us today for being on the show today for being a big part of iworkframe we'd love to work alongside you thank guys. you so much all right, so we're here in Sarasota, courtesy of Helping Hands Charitable. We're so grateful for them putting us on, and of course, for Econ for letting us use their conference table. And just Martha's been a lot of fun hearing these great stories.
2: Absolutely. I love what's going on here in the Sarasota area.
1: You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for, for Him. him.